With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to Happy, Sad, Confused. This week, Aaron Taylor Johnson on acting, dealing with the press, and an attention-getting performance in Nocturnal Animals. I'm Josh Horowitz, the host of the silly, absurd little show, and with me as always, setting up the shenanigans to come is Sammy. Hi, Sammy. It's not silly, Josh. It's stupid. No. It doesn't this is matter. Important. This is, it? is important. We're changing the world? Yes. Um, I hope some people get some joy out of this show. It certainly brings me joy. Yeah, it brings my parents a lot of joy. That's all we're doing it for, the Hellers. <laughs> um, shout out to the Hellers. <laughs> oh, they love that. <laughs> um, a lot going on right now. Uh, we're in the home stretch of 2016, of course. A lot of good movies out there. Uh, I want to mention, and we'll probably talk about it till the award season, La La Land opened in limited, or is opening in limited release this week. I think it goes wide in a week or two. Uh, see it, love it. It's amazing. Uh, the hype is real. Um, Emma Stone, of course, was on the show. Check that out in the in the back catalog. And mm. we've also got another, um, well, I'll say it, we've got Damien Chazelle, the director, is coming up in, in future weeks. Uh, recorded that recently. So definitely a film worth talking about, uh, as is Moonlight and Manchester by the Sea. They're all they're all out there now. So enjoy some good movies, guys. There's This is the time of the year to really um, see, see the good ones. Um, we were busy over here. We just had a fun little afternoon. We, uh, can, we can tease this because it happened, right, Sammy? I feel like we can. If you say we can, then we can. Okay, so we, uh, our next after hours bit, our our sketch comedy shenanigans, uh, stars none other than Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> it's like the biggest movie stars in the world. Yeah, and they're so wonderful. They were wonderful. Um, we like have... just as like you, they were more well, wonderful you than get. you want them they're to be. Great. I was waiting to hear like a secret, nasty, weird thing. That was just me. Yeah, you know you all my the secret only nasty. nasty one. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was so lovely. Uh, that will be coming out. I believe it's going to be coming out next Wednesday, uh, next week, uh, the week of release of Passengers, which is the film uh, they star in. Uh, check out the sketch when it hits. Hopefully um, it will break the internet because it's, it's pretty funny. Um, and it's uh, very holiday themed. They so go for it. They go for it. Um, and not much else to say except I'll mention we should talk about Aaron Taylor Johnson for a second before we dive into that interview. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson is uh, a fine young actor who I first met and got to know, and, and maybe most of the world did, thanks to his performance in Kick-Ass, Kick of course. Uh, not to mention, he also was in a great film called Nowhere Boy at the time that was directed by uh, Sam Taylor uh, Johnson, uh, now Sam Taylor Johnson, his wife, um, and uh, a great director in her own right, uh, most recently did Fifty Shades of Grey, so she's got quite the career going, too. Um, and Aaron's just a good guy. He's got a good head on, on his shoulders, and this is a very, I think this is his podcast debut. I think he says his first podcast. Wow. Yeah, and he's he's a, he's a very thoughtful guy in that he um, is very honest about his um, early dealings with the press and not knowing how to deal with it and and it rubbing him the wrong way. And uh, I always like those kind of conversations with actors that are very forthright about um, you know breaking that wall and talking about sort of how the sausage is made from a from a press standpoint because that 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 always fascinates me given my job. Um, and he's also very just eloquent about the priorities in his life. He's a dad. He's a husband. And he's um, you know he's He's taking great roles when he gets them, one a year, and he alternates with Sam, and they've got a clearly got a great relationship going, and um, and he's doing also just fine work. This new movie, Nocturnal Animals, is directed by Tom Ford, who um, made his film uh, directing debut with A Single Man a few years back, um, which was a great I film. I love that movie. Wasn't that great? I love that movie. Colin Firth got an Oscar nomination mm -hmm. for that, uh, and this one is a a really mesmerizing kind of thriller in the in the style. It's almost like a fusion of like Hitchcock. Cock and David Lynch. It's a little weird, a little out there, uh, really puts you on the edge of the seat, um, and it has a great cast. Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, our man, Mr. Michael Shannon. Oh, your boy. My boy. And uh, Aaron, I have to say, has such a great role in this, and it's it's un 
unlike anything you've ever seen him do before. He is basically just the nastiest guy. And uh, there's a sequence in the film uh, where Jake's character is basically has this with Isla Fisher as his wife. Um, is on the road and encounters some just nasty guys led by Aaron Taylor Johnson, and it's it's a really super compelling uh, sequence, one of the best sequences of the year. And I'm I'm so happy for Aaron because it's it's definitely unlike anything I've seen him in, and I think it's going to open new doors for him. So good for Aaron; he's a good guy, and good I, for Aaron. and I was thrilled to have him on the podcast. And uh, and that's about it. I'm really? excited. I'm excited for the movie. I'm excited for this podcast. This is so I much am, excitement to go around. I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Uh, please enjoy this uh, conversation with a good guy, a good actor, uh, the star of Nocturnal Animals, now out in theaters, Mr. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mr. Aaron Taylor Johnson, it's good to see you, buddy. You too, Josh, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. As you know, I'm a fan of this one. Um, we were uh, both working our respective uh, duties last night at the premiere, the New York premiere of Nocturnal Animals. Yes, uh, yes, we was. Did you have a good time? Are those enjo- Is that enjoyable? Is that work? Do you consider uh, a premiere? Absolutely. Do you know what's nice is being in New York, we have a lot of friends here, my wife and I, so uh, it was a real nice chance to... Uh, see them and um so there's a little bit of work and pleasure you know uh so it was okay yeah it was great i gotta say you know we've done a few of these screenings now and uh we're, we've been doing q and a's uh and i'm definitely getting a little bit more accustomed to it or feel a lot more at ease you know turning up these things but uh you get into a rhythm of it you know i almost have to I almost have to think of it as another role in a way, you know? Yeah, I, you have I to be it, on in a different kind of way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, I, I do find it hard to, um, to, to, to be myself, I guess, you know, or it, it, you could, it, it's very vulnerable, you know, you feel very vulnerable when yeah. you're the amount of sort of attention and social media you're doing, so it's, uh, it's pretty can be pretty scary it's a it's a weird balance because it's like you obviously are proud of the film you're proud oh, of the absolutely. work and yet you like, i think there's something that c- certain people have and i certainly have it, and i think you do it's like we're it, it feels a little bit um weird talking about yourself to that degree and, oh, absolutely. and being at the center it's, of the universe of that kind of thing it's it's a, it's not natural it really way. isn't natural i mean and you know some people do enjoy it sadly there's sort of a narcissism <laughs> there but i uh or an ego um i'm definitely you know i don't not an arrogant person and I don't really you know I find it uh if it's yeah you have to sort of find a find a fine balance I think you yeah. know to do this thing but um uh luckily I've I've got um uh you know a fantastic wife and I've got kids and I'm a parent so you know I have real grounding and a real natural base and and, and yeah. love there to 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 come back to so Plus, it's a uh, keeps my feet on the ground, you know. I would think I'm I would very think. grateful and lucky and blessed to have that. So. And I always love to see uh, you and Sam. You always kind of you always walk the carpet together. It's always good yeah. to see you guys together in that kind of realm. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. I should always be by my side. Absolutely. So um, it was also uh, uh, fun just to see, probably for you to see your co-stars at an event like this. Not to mention, I was at the party. Did you get a chance to see and talk to Bruce Springsteen? I uh, I, re- I got introduced to Bruce Springsteen last night. And <laughs> I kept my distance. The moment but it was <laughs> I opened my mouth, <laughs> someone sort of tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "Hey, uh, I just want to tell you, you know, no, I just saw the film." No, and no. I was like, "Okay, okay, you know." And I gave that person time. And went, "Thank you, I appreciate that." And then tried to turn back, and he was like, "And and and you know the other thing about you know and just." kept engaging me in conversation I was like oh (laughs) no I've blown it but luckily just before that I was able to introduce my wife I was like um so I I kept on looking over my shoulder and she was just those two were flying they were like uh, well in conversation I was like oh man I'm at work (laughs) I guess exactly so uh well maybe she laid the groundwork for a future uh uh, friendship with Bruce we could all use some Bruce Springsteen uh, time yeah, man, the guy's a legend and uh, very charming. He 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 actually really loved the movie oh, and was uh, about to go down the complimentary route. So uh, and then I got you know <laughs> no. taken away. I was like, wait, come on, dude, <laughs> Give Bruce. Me this. is about to just tell me how much he loved this movie and what I did as a character. No, you know, so I don't know. Again, keeping your feet on the ground. Do you yeah, have this? <laughs> you need you need humility. Yeah, humility. Yeah. So tell me about. Um, do you? I mean, are you the kind of person that that goes up to people that you admire if you? 
see them, or do you kind of uh, is that something that's counter to your um, um, your spirit? I mean, like if there's somebody like an actor you grew up admiring, you see them at a party, do you feel at this stage that you feel comfortable going up to them as a you're in the business, you obviously have a place to come from. But. Oh, yeah. I think sometimes you have that burst of uh, adrenaline and uh, and um, confidence, you know. You, you can tell which ones you can approach and not. Yes. You know, there are definitely <laughs> actors you go, There's body oh, language. There's I really want to, yeah, no, I just I can't go over. And then there are some people you can kind of just sort of go, hey, I just really love this and I'm nice to meet you and, you know, and then uh, see what you get back. I don't know. Uh, it can always, uh, it could be dangerous that yes. that game. So have you have you ended up befriending or even working with just people that you grew up admiring? Was there have you had a couple moments like that where like oh my god like oh. I'm now sharing? Oh, um, I mean, well, I, mean I think with this movie, man. You know, I mean, not that I really share any movie uh, scenes. Sorry, with yeah. Amy Adams. I mean. She is someone um, I would, you know, love to be able to actually work with, actually in a room together, because yeah. uh, she's uh, phenomenal. But um, no, just doing this movie, you know, I knew Jake Gyllenhaal was attached to play this role, and the majority of my scenes were with Michael Shannon and Jake Gyllenhaal, and I just couldn't be any more blessed and and and, and grateful to be in. In, in those scenes with those guys because they only elevate your performance you only can observe and watch and gain more and add it to your uh, you know your skill set I guess so yeah I mean I, and as I was telling you earlier um, it was my second opportunity to see the film and mm. uh, it's a film that does I mean it, it, it's 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 captivating and truly mesmerizing the first time you see it and I think it gets all the more rich the more times you probably see it too I uh, I agree, Don't man. I've seen it four times now, right? and you just keep finding little moments and little nuances. And the more I've spent doing Q and A's with with um, Michael Shan, Amy, and Tom Ford, and hearing Tom Ford's, you know, when people really push him, and you know, he's trying to analyze, you know, and try and get his his his, you know, his sensibility across, and yeah. he. he uh, it's it's like being a student of film and watching him do something that is is there's so many more layers to it than what you see in the first Absolutely. film. So I know it's 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 hard to articulate, but it, he's done a phenomenal job, and uh, you know there's a lot of Hitchcock referencing and and Kubrick and you know I feel like the David Lynch kind of score to it. Totally. You know, a beautiful score and there's great tension and suspense and how he's linked these three stories into one and 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 with those transitions it's just so fluid and beautiful and um and you know there's a trail of these little things that pop up in susan's uh present world in her contemporary stark sterile materialistic world and in the west texas setting of this uh of novel this novel and and the past where she's with her uh, younger self and, and Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah. um, it's uh, this is beautiful through lines and it's just remarkable what Tom Ford's achieved and, and you're absolutely right I mean I, I'm sure a lot of people are, are citing those as references certainly when, the first time I saw it it was it was Hitchcock and David Lynch were the two things I thought of and, mm. I, and I love a film that kind of like doesn't give you all the answers that kind of leaves some open ended questions and is open yeah. to interpretation absolutely yeah. um, ambiguity yeah yeah, yeah. Think, we don't get uh, enough of that in mainstream movie making nowadays no it's honest it's just so unforgiving it's honest and, and that's what's kind of beautiful and refreshing and you take what you want I mean I uh, you know, people relate to Susan's character and had, you know, that lifestyle and, uh, you know, was, had that culture that told them what they had to be and how to present themselves right. and that judgment and they relate to that. And some people go, well, I was that sensitive, artistic person that was told that I couldn't do what I believed in and, and I stuck to it and I triumphed. And, um, and some people were just like, I love the... Um, I connect to the fact that when you found that person, that person you love, your soulmate, that you take care of it, you look after it, and you never let them go, and you don't live in regret. Um, and through layers of you know artistry, culture, you know, it's 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 heavily driven. It relates to a lot of people, yeah. and it and it is it open. It ends with you uh, with your own interpretation, which is beautiful. 
You're listening to Happy, Sad, Confused. We'll be right back after this. Let's take a moment and think about the things you love. It could be stuff like vintage vinyl, stylish sunglasses, or your exotic fish collection. Whatever your passion is, the new Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery gives you a chance to multiply your cash by 5, 10, 25, or even 100 times and enjoy a lot more of the stuff that makes you, you. Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery. If you love it, multiply it. Please play responsibly. And and your character um, is... It, it, it must be exciting for you. It's exciting for me as, as, a, as a fan of yours and, and uh, just seeing your progression in your career to see something you've never done before, certainly something I've never seen you, you do before. And it's, um, I mean, to describe this character without giving too much away, I mean, it's, 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 he's like pure masculinity and unbridled um, energy and, and chaos and danger and violence and unpredictability. Absolutely. And yeah. um, that's got to be invigorating to play. It's also got to mm. be a little bit... Uh, you know, not necessarily fun to play. I don't even know. Yeah, um, no, there is room to be, you know, explore and, um, and 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 find a side to it that at least this character enjoys. I mean, you can tell the enjoyment that this this character gets out of uh, yeah. provoking Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's intense. I mean, I studied. Uh, serial killers um, for about three months straight and I watched documentaries and uh, on Ted Bundy Jeffrey Dahmer I mean the jinx was out there was so much stuff to uh, to watch and, and, and try and grab hold of just any characteristics or mannerisms or um, you know like say like the jinx I, I really loved um, the fact that the guy started when confessing you know he actually couldn't control yeah. his burping and, yeah. and then calls himself out on it so he was close you know <laughs> it was funny he's sort of out of body experiencing uh, out of body ex- experience experiencing himself yeah, do yeah. something that was uh, a, a giving you know his you know his you know um his tick, you know, and his body was reacting yeah. to like involuntarily to what yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, even so, I um, and I mean, this is not in the movie, but you know, uh, one of the scenes of me, Michael Shannon, and Jake, I was in the car, and they sort of, you know, they're pushing my character, and he says nothing, he says nothing, he says nothing, and I just started like, you know, you know, belching and 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 uncontrollably, and or at least having sort of reflux kind of action, and um. Um, but you know, and, and Tom said, well, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Let me try this. Tom, Tom. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but you know, there was no judgment. I, you know, I didn't feel afraid to be able to try new things. In fact, Tom loved the fact that we did versions where I tried things. And um, you know, you have those. He has those for himself to play with in the editing room. Yeah. It either works or it doesn't. But um, um, but that was just a small example. I mean, um, but the through line on these guys—they're all charismatic. Yes. They all got this weird charismatic charming quality that you know uh and that was what was kind of unpredictable this you know you just this guy's aunt makes you feel uneasy and the look in his eyes he's got a lack of empathy and um I played around with that. You know, that was the fun in it. Really. It's, a, it's a, I would imagine also just being a parent, that that, that whole sequence, oh. that's a parent's worst nightmare. This it's whole a parent's thing. worst nightmare. What Jake had to portray, I mean, that's what's so beautiful. He goes to such a vulnerable place and and is mind-blowing in this movie. Um, you know, I, I remember reading the script and going, oh, my God, that that is, that's, that it's is the role yeah. I could not. <laughs> You know, that's yeah, you don't want to go to that place, yeah. Yeah, I know. And um and Jake took it on and did it but I mean uh yeah, I mean I had a little hesitation on taking this role on because of being a parent. I mean I got four girls and um a father. I uh you know, I, I didn't really want to bring this this aura around me and, and, sure. and that kind of darkness is uh yeah, it wasn't very uh, pleasant, that's for sure. Who, who was happier to end the production? Was it you, Sam, the kids? Uh, uh, my <laughs> wife was very pleased when I was able to <laughs> cut my fingernails and my 
hair and uh, <laughs> bring me back the Aaron Ibar. Yeah, stop <laughs> drinking and smoking and yeah. Um, we, this this podcast over the years has become like a de facto Michael Shannon love fest. He's uh, he's <laughs> I mean the guy's amazing. He's, he's a legend. He really is. He really is. He's um and he's been on the podcast that he's such a a, oh, a crazy maniac in the best possible ways. I love that man. Um, talk to me about sort of just like what the environment of working with him because I mean you talk about charisma like I mean you could watch a movie about that character you kind of want to know more about like what's that guy's yeah. story what the hell is up with that oh, guy oh yeah I mean there's so much that uh, Michael gives and there's this one scene in the diner yeah. and uh, I think Jake asks him you know have you got any family like you, you, you know you don't see what you got any family anyone to take care of or look out for or <laughs> And you just see in in one look. I mean, he bypasses the question, but in this whole look, this one look just gives you a whole lifetime yep. of regrets. Yep. And this kind of go, oh, my God, I just saw a glimpse of his soul. And, um, and that's remarkable. That's Michael Shannon. That's someone, you know, and on, on set he had this... You know, people, he wasn't very um, approachable because, you know, he put people on edge. He felt like he was very tense. He was seen yeah. very kind of scary and intimidating. <laughs> he's not. He's a very charming, very lovely man. Uh, but that's the difference. It's someone like who's professional and focused and just wants to stay in his headspace and keep all his energy close to his chest and save it. Yep. Savor it and use it for when the when the camera is rolling and 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 not only on it just on him he gives it when it's the camera's on me and on and on Jake and um that's uh that's a professional actor who 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 you know it just keeps it fresh yeah. and it just allows me to just to react i you know we haven't discussed or rehearsed or talked about it i mean he just stays in his mindset He's in it and uh, and it's there, and you respect that. Yeah. You just go, yeah, that's his process, and that, man, the guys, it works, man. It works for him, and it's great. Um, since we have some time, can we go, go back a little bit? Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I, as I recall, I think the first time I met you, I, I, get, I think it was at South by for Kickass. Oh, I think, I, I was, yeah, yeah, I think I think I moderated a panel Must for you guys. Yeah, well, just as that, Chloe like, and Chris, maybe exactly, or something like yes, that. Yes, and, yeah. and Matthew was there, and it was just getting started. Wow. Um, I mean, give me a sense of where you were at in your life. I mean, Dude, I, I mean, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, like, like, talk on. to me about who, who, what was Aaron like then versus now. I mean, you, you, you and Sam were together by then. so We you had... were, yeah. I mean, when we made Kick-Ass, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, I wasn't with Sam. You know, I shot Nowhere Boy. I shot Kick-Ass first, and then I went to shoot Nowhere Boy, and that's when I met my wife, and she directed that movie. Uh, and then, obviously, come around to a year later after they've edited kick ass we're promoting it and uh so yeah that was it was new um so yeah it was like stepping into yeah and also like i just said before like this the this the 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 promotional side of 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 yep. this job is something you have to just i don't know you you can only get better at it by by doing more of it and experience i mean and that was the first. I, I mean, you'd been, like, you'd been acting since you were a kid, but you'd never been in oh, that dude, kind of yeah. a thing. I mean, I've been acting since I was six, but yeah, no one, no one, you know, you don't, you know, and people, you have this thing, I get, what's they called? What do the press, what do they do when you're like, um, like media like, training? Media like, training, yes, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the thing, man. And I remember like, oh, we'll have to get him some media training or something. And, you know, you never know the <laughs> etiquette. You know, I was swearing. I was this, I was that. I was really defensive, actually. The majority of the time, I was just like, I didn't want people to prime into my uh, personal life. And yeah. I didn't realize that, actually, I can still control what I say, what I don't. Um, but, yeah, no, I had a real... I had a real problem with that, and I also had a real issue with attention and uh, and and the idea of uh, this movie was getting a lot of attention and success and uh, and a real buzz around Kickass and you know I was playing a lead character and you know it's 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 scary. I mean, I must have been what nineteen or something, and I think um, it's a. Uh, I mean, I'm uh, you know I don't crave attention and fame you know i've never done that i've only ever been passionate about acting so 
you know, when that does come, I, I don't have a, a, a mechanism to figure, you know, to, to be uh, trained for that. And yeah. it's, uh, I f- it's funny, dude. One, one time, I'll tell you a media training thing after because, <laughs> but, you know, I clearly I find did, stuff I clearly yeah, stumbled my way through a lot of stuff and didn't do too well and all this, you know. And I've had some other movies out, you know, Savage Anna Karenina mm-hmm. and those are in this kind of world circuit campaign you know and uh still f- messed all those <laughs> up in a way that I, d- I don't even know what i'm doing really you know what how i'm supposed to pr- you know um but so uh, yeah i remember one at one point you know um sam and i are together and uh you know people want to pry into our relationship or what is it about you know sure. and age range and all this you know and um and I remember I did some media training. They were like, so we'll give you some media training for some, I can't remember what it was for. And, you know, so they, they put me in a room with this dude who's like, um, whose job was to provoke me. Oh, my God. And <laughs> they had to literally stop it because I was about to knock him the fuck out, basically. I was going to punch this guy in the poor, poor, you know, sweet guy who's only doing his job. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I was clearly not understanding what they were doing, and I just wanted to punch him in his face. And just I, inappropriate question after inappropriate question. Yeah, just and it was the point of like, dude, you're supposed to just, you know, like, um, you know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. But I think. Um, I don't think there's anything to be embarrassed about not being the people that are good at that kind of thing. It's yeah. not necessarily something you need to take pride in. No, it's just, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's a funny world. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being open and honest to you. And I think, I think what I found, I'll tell you what I found in the experience. If people are wondering, it's just like, you know, we, uh, you can only be yourself, man. You can only yeah. be honest. And the moment I just let go of that, I went, you know what? I, you know, I can answer what I want to answer. I'll let, you know, um, you know, I'm, I, you know, so I, I, I'm just honest and and try and just answer from the heart. Yeah. You know. Well, and I and I appreciate you coming by for something like this, where it's a little bit of a, more of an extended conversation, and I, <laughs> I, I honored that you kind of like would be more open with me maybe than you. Or it sounds like you're open with everybody now, but that you're able to talk about this kind of stuff at this yeah, point. Yeah, listen, cool. you know, anyone brings up my wife, I love my wife. She's a beautiful woman, and I am blessed to have have uh, that love and security and I've got gorgeous kids I mean we have a beautiful family I love being a parent I'm a I'm I'm actually a really great hands-on father you know I only pick one job a year most of the time I'm you know I'm with my kids I love cooking I love taking them to school I love doing activities I've always wanted to be a father um, at an early age and I I am an, a young father. People go, "What? You're 26?" I'm like, oh, you know, like it's like, yeah, okay, but um, the things that I've achieved already in my in my you know 20 years, you know, is is pretty remarkable for most yeah. you know people. That, you know, people. Someone asked me the other day, it was like, you know, what's it like being a 26 year old? And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I know what it's like being me. Yeah. I know I can just be me, and that's fine. I don't really equate it to, oh, I got to be this at. 20 i got to be this at 25 and this right i assume i got to be like that at 30 and what have you so i don't really know all i can know is that i'm just stay true to my safe stay present do what i love doing be instinctual and that's um that's the best i can get people make mistakes and they do things i you know pick and choose things that don't work and they do you know it's just difficult in this in this culture in this world this today where everything is documented everything's social yeah. media everything's this you know and it's it's hard to keep uh, certain things protected and uh, and yeah my private life is something that i you know would you know love keeping private and, and special and and in you know, my own little bubble because it's the only thing that just keeps me uh you know alive and 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 that's why i wake up you know for my kids yeah. you know and i've seen you guys out and about just in, in casual settings and I, that comes through frankly i, I mean oh, you, sweet, you guys yeah. always seem really sweet together and yeah. and and i think people forget yeah. that also like you talk about the age thing like you're 26 but you've been working since you've been working for 20 years and yeah, you've been working yeah, with yeah. adult like there's in something in an adult world in an adult yeah, world yeah. you've yeah. had an accelerated kind of unusual Absolutely, life. yeah. And yeah. That, you know, that's by the time you were twenty, you'd you've been working for almost fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, talk to me a little bit about. Well, let's talk on the career side of things in the wake of yeah. like, uh, Kickass. So, Kickass, you'd already been working, obviously, for many years. So, you sorry, you said the chronology was you had already shot Nowhere Boy before Kickass. So that came no, right after. after. Right Straight after. Straight after. Yeah, yeah. So, 
I mean, those, I mean, arguably too, you could say those are probably the two most important kind of roles in your career mm, for different mm. reasons, yeah. I, would, I would imagine. It was a nice contrast as well. It kind of really showed uh, an ability there, you know. Yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, people probably assumed I was like uh, an American kid. I mean, it's that double-edged sword. I've, I've talked to actors over the time. Mm. It's like sometimes it's good not to have choice because you don't have to worry about it. But suddenly you had choices to make as an actor. And that can be a little bit intimidating, <clears throat> I would imagine. Yeah, I'll tell you where I am now. I can say that, you know, um, but well, before my family, um, you know, uh, acting uh, <clears throat> was a was a form of escapism. You know, it was me able to kind of be. I was clearly running away from something, and I think I was able to immerse myself in characters, and um, it was therapeutic for me. You yeah. know, it kept me focused on something creatively. Um, so I was just like any other young ambitious actor, job to job to job. What sure. am I doing next? Well, I want to do this. I want to try that. Um, and then you burn out. You always burn out. And then you start doing making bad choices. You start doing uh, bad in, 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 in your performances. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but, but, you know, jump ahead. And where I am now, I feel, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm I don't need to escape anymore. I'm feel grounded. I feel right. secure. Right. I know who I am. I know who I want to be. I know, and that's you know, and it's, it it, it re revolves around my family. It revolves around my kids, my daughters, my wife, and so with that it takes out all the insecurity. You know, I'm just secure, you know, yeah. and so. Now I can just focus on, hey, what do I actually want to, what do I want to do as an actor? Like, what do I enjoy as just, just as in the craft of that? Like, what's the character that's interesting to me? Well, who's a filmmaker that I want to go on this journey with? And so, you know, I'm really, and then I only, once I've picked that one thing, that's it. I'll do that one thing, and then the, the rest of the year, you know, there's either space for Sam to pick something, or it's just, I'm, so, I'm just, I'm back at home. Yeah. And uh, and it allows me when I do do that job that I can really fully immerse myself. So I actually then, you know, say say like nocturnal animals. I had time. I had three months prep. Then we shot. Maybe it was about three weeks of shooting, um, and then that was it. You know, and um, and then I uh, so you know you then I can I can. I can give myself that time and preparation and, and go look. I you know. I can. I deserve to be able to give something to myself, you yeah, know, at this yeah. point in time. So and be present. And it, and you, you talk about filmmakers. It, I think it's always a very telling the kind of filmmakers that are both attracted to an actor and that you're attracted to as as, as someone um, in this profession. And you know, I think of people like Sam, or I think of Joe Wright, or I think of mm. uh, Doug Liman or Oliver yeah. Stone. I mean, these are and, and Tom, of course. Yeah. Um, all very unique, different kinds of filmmakers. Um, it, yeah. Do you find that you gravitate towards a certain kind of experience? Are you enjoying still kind of, because I would imagine the Oliver Stone experience is a lot different than the oh, whatever. I mean, you could Hugely. I mean, I mean, absolutely. But, you know, no matter what, I'm, I'm grabbing experience, my experience. I'm, I'm learning so yeah. much. You know, for me to do savages and be in the, the hands of Oliver Stone and be surrounded by Benicio del Toro and yeah. John Travolta or Selma Hayek, you know, and and uh, and see this filmmaker's process and be immersed in that is uh, you only ever are going to benefit from it. However hard the struggle was making the movie, however hard the challenges were, no matter what, you've 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 ran the race from start to finish. Yeah. And you made it through, and and on that journey, you've gained a whole load of different skill sets, and and it's just um, and that's the beauty of it for me: the collaboration, the art of it. Yeah. Um, and it, and someone like Oliver, I know, because like he's someone that doesn't shy away from. Like, he likes pushing buttons, both as a filmmaker and to his actor sometimes right. too, right? He likes to kind of question and poke and push, and and it's all for a good cause, obviously. The oh, proof's absolutely. in the pudding. I love that. I love Did someone you? who's yeah. gonna like, you know, push you to the brink, and also, you know, because they're 
you know they're they're tapping the right buttons yeah they're trying to get something out of you that uh I, I'm 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 always open and willing to go on that. You know, I, yeah. I love that. I love being a part of that person's that filmmaker's process and vision. And I love the way that they all have their unique way of getting you there. Um, Tom, on the other hand, for Nocturnal was just so beautifully eloquent and articulate, and was able to express what he wanted without being condescending and. He gave you time, he was very patient. He was able to la- allow us to improvise and, and, and really be free, but created you know, limitations and boundaries within that and mm. gave such microscopic notes for each little bit and such a beautiful eye for detail and passion and just was able to just, uh, you know, he made you feel secure and I put my trust in his hands and we was able to have fun with that. So, yeah. you know, and it, and, it, and that worked for me too. So I, I always like, um, and I had this sensation when I was watching Nocturnal Animals, like seeing a film where you, you feel like that filmmaker um, knows exactly the, the only place he wants to put a camera. Like the shot has to be there and it has to look like this. And certainly there was collaboration probably on the set, clearly, but like I always get that sense with like a Lynch, a Kubrick, a Tarantino, mm-hmm. and yes, a Tom Ford. I feel like mm-hmm. what's like that can mm-hmm. only be that's their vision, and there's mm-hmm. no there's no um, wishy washiness to that filmmaking, and that's kind of cool to see. Absolutely, I mean, you know, this is such a personal project for him. It speaks so strongly. You know, he's got such a message that he wants to get across. He knows what he's trying to get across. And and that's everything. You got a director who knows what they want, yeah. and then they can be make decisive choices. Like, um, and that was unique. Sometimes you work with a director, and and you're just you're both on this journey, and you go, you know, we're just gonna we're just <laughs> gonna exp- yeah, like let's just explore, <laughs> see how we can pull something together. It's yeah. like ah, uh, it can scarier. work, yeah. but um, a little dicier. You know, I think you know, which means the only thing is like, so Tom, like every frame, like we were talking about, the way he sets the camera up has the style has a purpose content, to it, right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, um, and um, you know, so with 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 that and Seamus McGarvey, I mean, yeah. it's shot so beautifully, and then. That and the score and yeah, the score is like know, out of a great Hitchcock movie. It's yeah, fantastic. It's such old yeah. school cinematic film noir movie. It's thriller, you know. And I think that's gonna just is a standalone film in itself. You know, I'm I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of what Tom's achieved. You know? There's more happy, sad, confused coming up after this break. Can I get a sense of what you were into as a kid, just uh, from a film from a film standpoint? Like, were you into? Mo- I mean, you obviously were acting from a young age. Yeah. But like, what were what kind of movies were you into? Was it uh, anything and everything? I mean, I remember we just had little. You know, I just would watch the same videos over and over again. You know, the VH one, the VHRs of like. Um, um, I, I know we had the sort of Tim Burton Batman or oh, something yeah. like. You know, I was just a, a kid who wanted to. You know, or remember like uh, those sort of thing but um movies yeah not really i you know it was you know i just it came from a real instinctual place of just wanting to uh, i guess i was just quite a social kid so you know um uh, very active as well i mean i like to think my mum and dad actually just would find all these activities for me just to wear me out so i'd go to bed you know early and be exhausted but it never worked because i would always just want to be a part of uh you know what everybody was doing you know mm. i was that kid that would never go down bed and keep coming downstairs till 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night you know <laughs> and um um yeah i mean i so i i did a lot of activities man i, I did swimming i did gymnastics did martial arts i did dance did uh did the fact that you've gotten in this um in some, you know by some standards a, a young career in other ways not a young career already have uh, donned you know uh, tights twice for two different superhero roles is that something that checked off a box for you were you was that did that click with something for you as a kid did it mm. have like a special meaning for you or no, not really no no I wasn't a comic book reader or, or you know I didn't follow uh, or collect comics so 
Um, but uh, it's the times we're living in, too. I guess, like if you had grown, yeah. you know, if you come of age thirty years ago, you wouldn't be playing those roles. But that's like where the art is made now. Exactly. I mean, that's you really got to think. You know, what's happening in you know the generation I'm in as an actor is is you know it's you've 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 got that kind of genre movie. You've got we're in the world of. Uh, big franchise franchises merchandise sort of you know machines like Marvel or Star Wars or what have you or the new Hunger Games or you know there's you know and Jennifer Lawrence I mean just talking to Hunger Games that's someone who can really be able to jump around different genres you know to be in Hunger Games but then to have uh, David O. Russell to work with David O. Russell on and to have this movie and that, you know and be at a standard where it goes listen same with Amy Adams I mean jeez Amy Adams like Enchanted to <laughs> The Fighter to you know like yeah. she's just you know that's someone who you just admire and you go that's beautiful because there's no vanity involved there's no you know not many actors can bounce from one place to get from comedy to this genre to that to drama to and a you know an academy film to a big blockbuster movie you know and um but that's that is the world and that we're living in right now and i think um and that's fun you know as an do you know what as an actor you know it's all fantasy it's all it's all make believe it's all dress up Sure. You know, so... Sometimes more literal than other times. You know what? And you know what? Great. You know what? If you've got an opportunity to play an avatar or an alien, a freaking, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know, you go jump into the future, you know, you've got all these uh, options, you know, uh, at your fingertips. Was So w- was there any kind of, was it a big decision at the time or a no-brainer to do another kind of uh, superhero thing when you went and did um, uh, Pietra for, for Avengers? Did it feel yeah. like, oh, God, I'm going backwards, or no. if I'm going to do it, I should do it in this context? No. or Yeah, there's no there was no going backwards in that. I think that's only ever, you know, I, that's only ever sort of elevated... Uh, my career, you know, that, uh, that's, you know, and, and phenomenal family at Marvel. You know, I actually thoroughly enjoyed myself and I loved the guys there. Friends with Lizzie and Chris Renner, all those guys, you know, they're great actors. All of which have their own, you know, careers outside of that world exactly. too. Yeah. You know, these are talented, talented people. Mark Ruffalo, you know. Downey and uh, Samuel Jackson. I mean, just the list goes on. So, you know, that's remarkable. We're all there having fun, and yeah. and and there's you know all the egos are down. It's just uh, a really great space. So I, I actually really loved it. I'd happily be doing more if my character didn't <laughs> go down. Um, if he was didn't <laughs> sacrifice himself for uh, Hawkeye, was that uh, was that always the plan from the start? Yeah, when you know, when and uh, you know, that had to be the secret. I had to hold for two years almost. You know, like when I met Joss Whedon, it was like, you know, uh, when you get the contract, don't be surprised that you're not signed up for like you know eight different right. films. I'm like, because uh, like, you know, it's uh, this is what I have in mind, and I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, and that's interesting too it's like wait so I can kind of do a character dip in dip out you know and you never know you take you take rolling those dice man but you know I'd rather not I'd rather I'm glad I said yes rather than no just yeah. because I was going to be in one I was like no because I wasn't going to be in five of them <laughs> you I'm not going to do this nothing. movie <laughs> you know so, I think the, but I'll tell you, you I know what you're getting at and I think the pinnacle moment of when I felt uh, comfortable so when we go back to when you're talking about kick ass time and yeah. I'm like oh god I'm leaving no, I can't do this <laughs> this is scary and this is like you know I'm like is this how life's going to be just like this this and you know life still goes on nothing really changed but you know I felt um, I couldn't carry the weight of being like I couldn't even say at that point at that age I couldn't even say when people were going, what do you do like what's your occupation um, I, uh, it's like I'm, I'm just uh, what, 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 what were you stumbling for what, what are you what do you do um, I'm, an, I'm an actor it's just an actor you know it's like it felt like I just felt like an idiot it just felt like it just felt like it didn't, the weight of that just didn't mean anything it's like 
you know, I struggled with the idea of that, and I didn't realize that, you know, that that that's an honorable, that's still an honorable thing to be. It's yeah. fine, you know, you know, just because I wasn't a doctor or a lawyer or something that, you know, had, had carried some serious weight, and it was, yeah, no, I'm I'm just an entertainer. I'm a storyteller. I'm someone. I'm an artist at the end of the day, and, um, you know, or it's we're just we're all here figuring it out, man. You know, um. But when I I didn't feel you know clearly confident or secure enough to say that at the time, but I think it was when Gareth Edwards really came along and uh, Godzilla was the thing where I went okay, just step it up a notch, man. Let's just be you know you can step into those shoes now. And I, I've now especially when at this point I've observed these guys, I've seen how Nicolas Cage can hold himself. I've yes. seen how. Um, well, the navigation between I've seen movie how star and actor. John Travolta. That you can do both. And, but yeah, yes. I've seen these guys now. I work with these guys. Okay, yeah. I get it now, man. I, I get it. You can just. It's fine. It's not an embarrassing craft. It's not this or. I don't know what it is, but there's a point in which you kind of go, all right, I'm going to accept what comes. If it's a, you know, if it could be a bad movie and get this, I don't care. I can accept what comes. I know I got to promote this thing, and I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to step into those shoes that role of what is um, asked of you and it was with it was with Gareth Edwards movie. you know when officially firstly when they said Godzilla I went I, you know I, said, I just laughed I was like really <laughs> okay great they're gonna do another monster movie and they're like no 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 these are this is with this is with legendaries the great guys Thomas Toll you know um, Alex Garcia and and uh, and, uh, and okay, who's directing that? Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. And I just you know that year yeah. seen monsters. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, the guy that you know shot most of this thing on his show, but <laughs> basically broke his back and made this movie for like I don't know five hundred thousand dollars or something insane with Sco- Sco- Scoot McNeary and uh, yeah. I was just like, damn, this guy's this guy is this guy's got a vi- he's visionary, he's talented, and uh, and I went to meet him and I just. You know, I adored him, and 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 he's modest and humble, and he's just a beautiful man. And it was, yeah, it was that pinnacle thing. I was like, right, all right, okay, just create this character, let's go on this one. I'll do this. I'm ready to step into those shoes. And then Avengers, you know, fitted in right just after I made that decision. So, yeah, if so, I was already in a mindset that was like, I feel like I can carry the weight of what this universe. You know those studio movies, how they want you to be, and they do. They want you, and for lack of better terms, they want they want a, a movie star. They yep. want someone to step out on the carpet and do this thing, and that's what I mean when I go back and saying when I'm doing this press thing, I'm playing a role, man. I'm playing mm-hmm. composed and smart and this. What, what, where are you at right now? You're, you're, I think you're living in the city while Sam directs a, a project here, I believe. And are you looking for stuff? Or are you Because you guys trade off a little bit, right? Since yeah, yeah. We flip one on, one off. And, uh, you know, and I tell you what, the most, it's the most um, empowered I feel as a man in my masculinity. I, it's the most empowered I feel when I'm empowering a woman. And my wife and uh, you know we were just in New York recently for three months. She was shooting uh, a new Netflix series called Gypsy uh, with Naomi Watts, um, Billy Crudup, and and I was it was just me and our kids, and it was you know and I was just I was parent at home and um, being paternal and and taking care of them and uh, and it was lovely and beautiful. I, I love that feeling that I get like to connect with my kids and that like that hands on and uh, and I also love the fact that I'm raising three girls I'm really strong women and they've got a role model like their mum who's a who's a strong woman who is an artist and is doing what she loves doing and we're all here supporting what she loves doing and that's important to me as a parent is encourage that that's what we do for one another yeah. as a family as a team as a and uh and it's beautiful i never felt so um you know empowered like that in, in my life and I, and I love that feeling i i think it's the most attractive you can you know see a woman when they're like doing something that they're passionate about especially yeah. when she's a director she's a leader on set you know it's it's hot <laughs> do you guys talk about collaborating Oh yeah, absolutely. All the time, you know. It's like, oh man, when can we find that thing that we can do together? Yeah, I want to do something with you, and like, 
would constantly, you, man. Would you direct? Are you interested in making films? I, you know, I, I'm interested in, 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 in filmmaking. I don't, I couldn't quite say I could direct at this point. I know I haven't got it in me fully. I've seen what, what directors have to go through, and I don't think I've got the um, patience and ability to bring everybody together. My wife has it. Yeah. Tom has it. Tom Ford has it, and my wife has it. You have to motivate a, a team. You have yeah, to be a leader. Yeah, yeah. They to... have this beautiful ability where people just like look up to them and want to do. You know, they have these. Uh, you know, my, my wife's great at being able to. You know, everyone who meets her is just in awe of her and loves her, and she's able to just have that ability. And you know, I don't think I have that. So hey, you you played the movie star role now. It's not so far to go from. The guy to the guy well, on set. Well, I think that's another thing. Like, I mean, in a sense, you know, when when it's like Tom, like he's playing a role. Yeah. He's playing a role of I'm the director, and I'm gonna he the way he carries himself, his confidence, his composure. I think, you know, if anyone's like wanting to know like what's you know advice and all that, it's it's definitely oh, the way your persona, isn't it? Like, there's something yeah. about there's a small image. I, I'm not. You know, uh, I don't want to come across as you know narcissistic or anything at all. I mean, it's it's not that. It's because um, that's completely the opposite. Um, but absolutely, if I've learned anything and seen what Tom is, and I admire and are inspired by how he and what he's done. You know, going from um, very successful fashion, uh, you know, empire like Tom Ford, and then being able to switch lanes, and he bought the book and then wrote the screenplay. Dedicated his time for that, and he came from a passion, and and everybody ready to take out the knives and just tear him down, like yeah. just like you know, you, you know how people are. Strong. It's just yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it. And by the way, that's 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 the whole world, isn't it? It's like it's you know, and we find ourselves doing it all the time. I mean, it's just judgment on top of you know, judgment, and uh, it's it's I don't know. There's you know, it's a few steps forward and a few steps back. Right. And you, you know, we're we're only human, man. We're living a life, and that's what we got to do. Just stay uh, what we believe in. I think. Well, from from the start, since I met you, I've uh, you've always struck me as a very genuine and kind guy, and and, and as you say. Um, uh, a strikingly grounded guy. I've got over a decade on you, but I feel like uh, you're way more grounded and got the perspective of a <laughs> <laughs> of someone much uh, much much older than your years actually reveal. Um, it's been good to see you, buddy. It's yeah, always you good. too, Josh. I, I really I appreciate, appreciate your time. Thank you for having me on your uh, on your show, dude. Is this your first podcast? Have you podcasted before? I don't think if I've I don't think I've podcasted before. You've been no. podcasted, Aaron. <laughs> I hope it felt I, okay. Yeah, thank you. You were gentle. You were gentle. <laughs> on me. Thanks. Everybody Thanks, should Josh. check out uh, Nocturnal animals uh it's a hell of a piece of work from uh, tom ford in this amazing ensemble and as i said uh you've never seen aaron taylor johnson like this before and he's uh he's excellent in it <laughs> uh thanks again buddy thank you dude. and so ends another edition of happy sad confused remember to review rate and subscribe to this show on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts i'm a big podcast person I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. <laughs> this episode of Happy, Sad, Confused was produced by Michael Catano, James T. Green, Mukta Mohan, and Kasia Mihailovic for the MTV Podcast Network, with additional engineering by Little Everywhere. You can subscribe to this and all of our other shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you find your favorite podcasts. The Jeep Wrangler 4xE. It's electrified. So you can boogie, woogie, woogie up a mountain, over creeks, or boogie, woogie, woogie through a desert where you get bit by a pit viper. So you boogie, woogie, woogie back to camp and ask your friends if they'll suck the snake venom out. When they say no, you boogie, woogie, woogie to the nearest hospital for a dose of anti-venom and boogie, woogie, woogie your way to a full recovery. The electrified Jeep Wrangler 4xE. Learn more at Jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.